foundational tools to develop a biblical worldview. Welcome to Mentoring Matters, a listener-supported program of SharonHearts.org. With the world's culture invading the church, it is vital that we establish some deeper roots in biblical truth in order to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So join us now as we let the Word of God give us foundational tools to develop and maintain a biblical worldview. Hi, this is Sharon Hoskins. And this is Janie Ratzloff. As we talk about God's purpose to conform us into His image, it's important that we know Him. Philippians 3.10 says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death. Well, you know, the way we think is, well, we live life to the fullest and then we die. Mm -hmm. But for the Christians, we've got to die so we can live. And die daily. Yeah, well, and sometimes hourly, (laughs) (laughs) moment by moment. And the Lord says, that's why I told you in Luke 9, 23, to take up your cross and deny yourself. Mm. And then you must know me. And Sharon, stop and think about what it takes to know someone. Well, well, you got to spend time with somebody to get to know them. And, you know, when we behold the Lord in the scriptures, we look at him, we see him, we see his greatness, we see his love, we see his mercy, we see his character. If we will cherish that, to know who he is and spend time in just the quietness and stillness, Being occupied with him, he can conform us into his image. And that will help us in knowing what our purpose is. It's one thing to know God's purpose in our lives, but it's another thing to know his process. Mm. All right? Okay. And one of the most effective means in the process of molding us into his image is for us to experience some failure. Failure is a must, and some people already are going to be getting angry at those words. I don't have to fail. I've been spending my whole life trying to succeed. Mm-hmm. But if we can succeed ourselves in our own strength, why Jesus? Why the cross? Why don't we just make everything happy and then we go to heaven and we're perfect? Well, that's a lie. It's through that failure that we see our need for him. Exactly. Exactly. Because seeing our need, Sharon, doesn't do a lot for our pride, does it? No. It doesn't do a lot for thinking that we've got it all together. Well, and as we've mentioned before, a lot of times... We associate success with God's blessings, with his acceptance. And so if we believe that we have to be successful in order for God to accept us, 
then we will continue to go through that cycle of failure because his accepting us is a position. It's a gift. He's already done it. It's a fact. We don't have to earn it. So once we are in Christ, that position, then it's about knowing him, spending time in Christ, knowing who he is. And Sharon, you can't do that when you are busy and frustrated trying to find out how to be successful. Mm -hmm. Do you know how much energy that takes when we are trying to appear to our spouse, our relatives, our kids, our church family, our work family, that we really are successful? And then what determines success? Mm, That's a good point. Because what I might think is my achieving success, somebody might think that that is just wasteful energy. Right. Because they have a different level of being a success. So to well, put, culture puts a definition on success. And now that we have a corrupt culture, mm-hmm. guess where we're going? Yeah. If I choose to believe that there is a God that created, and if you do choose to believe the scriptures, then you can not only be ridiculed, you can be persecuted for having the mind of Christ. Yeah. Well, Jesus was persecuted for having the mind of Christ. <laughs> yes. So... It also says in Philippians 3.10 that we will know the fellowship of his sufferings. And, you know, I like the way this is tying together today, Sharon, because you said in Philippians Mm 3.10, okay, he says that we need to know him first of all, and then that we can know power, but it's not our successful power. It's the power he gives because he came out of the grave, and of all the great Teachers, prophets, supposedly gods, they're all in the grave except one. And that's Jesus Christ. Christ. But then even he has kind of a, ooh, oops. He says, now that you know the power of my resurrection, you're going to need to know the fellowship of my sufferings. Mm. And that's where he says, take up your cross and deny yourself. And that's when we say, no way. Yeah. I've got a good thing going. I'm going to pursue my own agenda. Well, and I don't know that we actually say that out loud. A lot of times we are convinced that if God loves me, he'll bless me. If God loves me, he'll give me comfort. If God loves me, then he wouldn't make me go through the the sufferings that he went through. So we reject the scriptures that tell us the truth. You reminded me just the way you said that, Sharon, of um, I want my pablum and I want my baby food and I want it right now and I'm going to throw it across the room, but that's okay because it's what I want because I'm acting like a baby Mm -hmm. because we are spiritual babies. And if it wasn't for the graciousness of God, we would all flounder at the very point you just described. Well, when you said flounder, I think about a little temper tantrum. Now, my kids threw some temper tantrums, and that's what we look like. And I see some children that are doing that today because that's their nature, mm-hmm. all right? And I think, I guess that's what I look like. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have to think that way. All right. We, we have to take those things and apply them to ourselves that way. Well, I tell you what. It, it helps us grow. 
well, yes, and it's painful, and, and, and yet we grow when we choose to let the Word of God be the final authority and not have the temper tantrums. But we've been talking about purpose and success. In being successful, we want a prize. We want a prize of being looked upon as being mm. great, as being financially uh, successful. Well, the Lord says, I've got a prize for you, too, on how to be successful. And it's in Philippians 3:10 and 11 and 12, where Paul says, Now, once I know some fellowship of his sufferings, I need to be conformed to his likeness. And then Paul admits, Not that I have already attained, or I'm already mature and perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Jesus Christ has also laid hold of me. Mm. And then Paul shows that there is a struggle because, you know, to press on means you're going against obstacles, you're going through difficulties. And so Paul reiterates in this same passage, Now, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. I'm not there yet. But one, not two, three, four, or five, one thing I do. I forget those things which are behind my failures, my falsehoods, my selfishness. And I reach forward to those things which are ahead because of what Jesus Christ has done when he said, Know me, know my power. Be conformed because there's a prize. And then he says, I press towards the goal, the absolute finality of the prize of the upward call of God by myself. No, in Jesus Christ. Mm. Therefore, let us, as many as are maturing, pressing forward, have this mind. And if you don't have your mind, don't worry, because God says he will reveal this even to you. Mm. So if you say, okay, I understand I need to know something for the purpose of why I was created. And knowing resurrection means I've got something outside my little box. It encompasses the rest of my life forever. And there's a prize there that I can attain And if I don't quite understand how to attain it and exactly even what it is, the Lord says, don't worry. Just give me your heart. Give me your thinking in solitude, in quietness. And then life takes on a, a hue of beautiful color, his way. And we then have to go back what the Old Testament said. Choose this day who you will serve, who you will be successful with. But for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. And it may really cost us, Sharon. But the end prize is worth all of the process of being able to attain. So in order for us to find the purpose that God has for us, it begins when we behold him. It continues as we cherish him. And to occupy our time with him, we will grow into that image and to accept what he allows in the process of reaching the goal because we trust and not try so the dying process of failure and death which is the way to life and victory and that's why mentoring matters
Matters. Mentoring Matters is a listener-supported discipleship program of Sharon Hearts Ministry. Join a community seeking to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ with resource materials available for the journey at SharonHearts.org. That's S-H-A-R-I-N Hearts.org.